It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. Hi, I'm Jimmy Fallon. I'm Stephen Colbert. I'm Jimmy Kimmel. I thought when you said Jimmy, you meant me, Jimmy, but you meant Jimmy, Jimmy. I always mean you. But when you say Seth Seth Meyers, who do you mean? I mean John Oliver. It's the five of us together for uh, maybe an hour a a day. Strike Force 5 is the name of our podcast. Subscribe to it now. So the five talk show hosts who don't have a job because of the writer's strike, uh, Jimmy Kimmel, Jimmy Fallon, Stephen Colbert, uh, John Oliver, and Seth Myers have gotten together, put together a podcast. So I just saw uh, Tyrus at the App Store. Uh, we met. We go there all yeah. the time. And he was downloading the app to know to get the podcast. And I said, Tyrus, you want to come on and talk about it? Because you're in late night television with the number one show with Gutfeld. Tyrus is here. Uh, Tyrus got that memoir out. He's got a new book he's working on, too. But he's got a memoir that gives you an idea how he got to where he is today. What's your reaction to the five guys getting together just to, okay. just to talk? You know, I, I always support you, but um, you were just completely dishonest with the American people. We go to the app store, you and I, we go for uh, video games and stuff. Let's be <laughs> honest. All right? uh, this is the first I've heard of it. Uh, really? and I said, what do you mean really? They want to raise money. It. They want to raise, raise money. money. Yeah. Uh, the five of them get together. Uh, how long will those egos last? I mean, I, I get it. But even I always think when stuff like that comes together, it's like it's out of desperation. Obviously they want the strike to be over. Um, I guess I never heard of improv, but, uh, and get back to work, but it's a, it's a nice attempt. I think, uh, together, you know, if they film it, maybe they can give us a little run for our so, money. But. So Tyrus, this is a couple of things. Do you know, did you watch late night television at all growing up? Oh, of course. I mean, I, I watched Johnny Carson. Right. I watched, uh, Letterman. Arsenio, uh, Arsenio, was, Arsenio hot. was good. Um, Arsenio was like, hey, uh, we could do this too. And, um, you know, and Bill I Clinton thought, famously played the saxophone. He used to yep. be where things happened. He had that. And then, of course, Jay Leno uh, was good. And uh, so you watched it as much as I, I could, you know, being in school and stuff. You, didn't, you know, it was only like Friday nights. But, uh, and then I watched more of the old Carson stuff because that's when it was just funny. When he had like Don Rickles on there and he had uh, uh, Sammy Davis Jr. on there and, and they had the, the great TV actors from that day. Uh, and it would be so much be unscripted. Oh, it would just Everything be Everything now is such a promo. Well, they can't work because they, no one to write their jokes for them. I think that should say a lot to the fans. You know, that should be like, you know, the stuff they say, uh, they're just reading a teleprompter. So really, the, the ones you miss are the writers. Right. So maybe the writers should get paid more. If I remember correctly, Leno, when they went on strike, took a week over, and then he said, I'm going to go back, I'm going to write my own stuff. He yeah. was writing his own monologues. Yeah, because he was talented. <laughs> and he's a workhorse. He's a workhorse. Like You know, you think Car- Carson would ad-lib, you know, but um, I, guess, I guess the other side of it, it's a show of solidarity that, that we won't work while we're supporting. But then... Then they go out and they do a podcast, so they are kind of working. So this is what bothers me. The history of television is competition. Today's show, Good Morning yep. America, Carson, Joey Bishop, you know, you Dick Cavett, and he stopped talking to you. Don Rivers, they never talked again. You're going to come yep. against me? You know, I'm yep. never talking to you again. Letterman and Leno fractured the friendship, fractured. Oh, really? Yep. You got the Tonight Show over me? I'm doing my own thing. Those are the days. That's America. Right. You're going to compete with me? These guys don't compete. They, don't they compete. actually well, swap not... shows. I guarantee you if, if any of them was in first place, 
it'd be different. Let me tell you what we did. Let me tell you what the gut felt did, because we, for whatever reason, don't get invited to the Emmys, right? Probably because we don't cut the check. Right. But um, they knew better than to give the Emmy to the second best, which is probably Colbert. Colbert, I think, is is the, the toughest competition we have. So instead of that, they gave it to John Oliver, which was the lowest rated show. So we HBO made HBO once a week. Yeah, we made the late night Emmy a participation award, and I am more prouder than that than of actually winning the Emmy because we took the establishment and they gave it to the lowest rated show. That's so, so interesting. Yeah. So that shows, although they pretend like we don't exist. But they weren't willing to give the, the – they weren't willing to admit they were going to have to take the silver. So I, I take that as – that in itself is when they won't show up, when they refuse to take second, mm-hmm. uh, you, you're in their head. So a couple of things. I don't know where you were when Stephen Colbert first launched. He was getting zero ratings. The only reason he got ratings is because he just went all on the offense against Donald Trump. Right. Well, they, And they just – they wouldn't even split it. Like if you watch Leno – Sometimes he'll they'll do this thing with Jimmy Fallon, where Jimmy Fallon says, you know, I, my calves bother me. I need a break. And he'll walk out, and Leno takes over out of respect, right. and he'll come to his mouth. You know what he does? Immediately starts hitting both sides, and guess what happens? Both sides laugh yeah. because it's an equal opportunity offender. Why Do you see it ever coming back? There's, because here's the deal. There's the, the Trump hysteria. There, there was a short-term spike in it. CNN went all in. Uh, all these media guys went in, all these journalists went in, and you look at the guys who were at the at the forefront of the of the attacking the Trump train. Um, uh, what's his name on uh, um, CNN? Don Lemon went hard in the pain. So did Jay Tapper. Jay Jay kind of does the thing where he'll say something and then kind of like apologetically back out of it. But uh, like uh, Acosta went all in. He was all in. He was his nemesis. He Rude as hell. Could just nonstop. And when it was over, wow, you've been, you've been in the gym, huh, bro? Did you see you that? Just, wow. <laughs> he just ripped the just microphone relax. off. Costa really bothered you. but uh, No, it's okay. It's okay, Eric. We can wait to the break. And uh, Look at that. But once it was over, he went away. They gave him a show. It tanked out. You know, uh, that's the thing. They all went in because, you know, um, Fallon had that great bit with Trump, President Trump's hair. And he caught so much hell for it, but everyone was laughing. He had everybody. And, they, made, and they, they bet on the half the country, that, but they realized that the other half of the country who works and comes home at night, those are the ones who are sitting and watching 11 o'clock to, to laugh and go to bed. So they just basically kind of spit in the face of half the country, and then they are shocked that their numbers went in the tanks because the people they bet on, once the, the Trump thing was done, they, they didn't stay with him. They didn't come back. CNN is in the, is like battling with HLN. So I, I was talking to Pierce yesterday, and he's friends with James Corden. Yeah. And James Corden had very creative stuff. Like, of course, he had to do his obligatory Trump's Terrible. But he used to do plays. Like he used, yeah. They used to stop traffic and do mini plays while the light was red and then come back. They used to do extraordinary things. But know what they said? The amount of money you're costing me to do this show – where Letterman used to thrive in that that area, yep. actually the exact same show. I'm not getting the ratings, so w- basically they can't afford him anymore. So he's like, I'll just go back to England. That things are changing right before our eyes. Well, the thing is, here's what it is: when you when you come on at 12 midnight, the viewer is not trying to be scared or angered; they're trying to go to sleep with a smile on their face. 
And you want to make everybody laugh and happy. And plays on the road, I would rather hear than bashing a president that half the country voted for. Right. Like, it just, it, there was no money and sense in it. And then uh, some of his off the field stuff was a little weird. But again, it goes to the same thing where. You mean in the restaurant when he blew up at people? Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, but you get into this thing where you, the best thing to do is make fun of everybody. Don Rick, the Don Rickles philosophy is what I live my life by. I, I made fun of I make fun of Trump. I even occasionally, although I don't make fun of you because that's all Gutfeld does. That's all he does. I, my role is to be like, why? 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 Show <laughs> me's a good guy, man. What are we doing here? Like, right. And if you can't convince him, I mean, there's, I heard of shooting in the tent, but like throwing dynamite sticks in the tent is ridiculous. Right. I was shocked when Perino Perino took a shot at you. No way. Yeah, and I was like, what are we – you too? Yeah, she took a shot Allison, at you. Was I not was I not informed of this? Are you trying yeah. to keep me – when Dana Perino turns – Dana Perino hosts the show, and I, I believe it had to do with some level of creepiness, and your picture popped up, and I just went, you too, Dana? At two, oh, oh, Perino. Wow. So like, I, I will have you know, last night when I hosted, there were no kill me shots Would you have taken them out? Yeah, I, that, I see. Here's the thing. You wrote it. You I wrote write it. my own stuff. Oh, okay. So at no point was I gonna shoot who? Uh, I just don't understand it. Like anybody who needs help, kill me's there because <laughs> it's not like you're going home. Like yeah. you know, you don't even have lunch breaks. Right. That's what I, your eat, I, I do eat at my desk. Yeah, you do. You know, <laughs> you say that's what my backpacks for. Yeah, that's Thank keep you. your good stuff in there. Uh, Darius, last thing is I had uh, I interviewed Greg twice in a half hour. One for Fox and Friends, and then one for the Saturday Show. Yeah, for his book, late night. And in it, uh, we bumped in in the Fox and Friends with all his hits on me. Right. And I said, explain yourself. And we just went back and forth. People are writing headlines. Kill me gets his revenge. Right. Demands it. That's not what I said. We're no. just having fun. Explain it. But it goes to show you, even though we're in the media, anytime you do something on Fox, they're not going to understand it. No. Well, or they're going to try to Crazy. make it literal. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, absolutely I, literal. Yeah. You know, because I said I was talking about... Uh, we were we were talking about neo pronouns, right? And basically, my my philosophy on that is if you are spending time inventing things for yourself instead of competing, like if you're not doing well in school, then you say, well, you're not a you you identify as a non school learner, you know, or whatever the mm-hmm. hell it is. And I said, if my children came home with that attitude and, and instead of doing their homework, they said, these are my pronouns, daddy. I said, well, my pronoun would have been, I think I said butt whipping, but I used the <laughs> a word. Right? Next day. Tyrus threatens to assault children. That's right. I saw that. I never <laughs> read the article. Until, no one read. No one read yeah, the article. Yeah. Like, yeah. like at, least, at least when we had like the old tabloids, be like Tyrus has a lucid affair with Batwoman. You know, that like something cool, like cooler. Right. Uh, Tyrus finally fit on alien spaceship. Hopefully they'll keep him. Right. So, you know, mm. but like it's just that's the, the – they try to go literal to try to get a thing, you know. And, and you going after Guffield, I think it's passwords. I think it's passwords. I'm yeah. retired. I happen to know a promoter right. by the name of Billy Corgan. You know, at some point, I think you got to say, with your UFC background uh, and your clear, clear upper body strength, you just ripped the microphone off the floor. Right, right, yeah. Uh, I think it's time to call Gutfeld out. Man to man, let's settle this in the ring, um, and, and let's just make it happen. Do we I make it early morning or suspicion. late night? Oh, you make, it, uh, you make it early morning. Okay. Because that way, it will be quick. And literally, as soon as you get done, we'll have your suit pressed and ready for you, and you won't miss any of your hits. You remember Brian Kilmeade did the first five UFCs. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I went to school on this stuff. You went to school stuff. You hung out with one of the toughest human beings on the planet, Jim Brown. Like, you have complete advantage. Back in a moment. It's Brian Kilmeade. 
Hey, it's Clay Travis. Join me for Outkick the Show as we dive deep into a mix of topics. New episodes available Monday to Friday on your favorite podcast platform and watch directly on Outkick.com forward slash watch. Out of the gates and ready to go. Hey, it's Hutton with Row. Hot Mike is here on the Outkick Network. We've got your afternoon covered with the latest sports discussion, and it's available wherever you find your audio. Daily analysis and news. He is hot. I am Mike. Actually, my <laughs> name is Chad. His name is Jonathan. But you get the picture. We're going to bring it every single day. Whatever you want to call us, we'll respond to. We just want you to respond to what we're dishing out every day. And while you're here, we hope you subscribe to the podcast, like, subscribe, and share. Former Secretary of State Condoleezza Rice, whose own story personifies what good education can do, called it a national humiliation. And for once, she wasn't talking about Kilmeade's haircut. So, Tyrus, I, I, I can't. Uh, give me a second to compose myself. Yeah, Dana, I'm, Perino, Dana Perino, I'm the only shots. person she's ever went after, ever. Oh, and if, if, if you would have kept that going, you would have heard a slight why. Why? I threw my hands up. Why? What are we doing here? Kill me's on. And here's the thing. She also used foul language. She dropped an MF for at the end of her, her thing. She was like. Not to do with me. No, she was oh, jacked yeah. too. Like uh, she had done some planks or some pull-ups. Yeah, she was. Like she, was she was. She was. I had never seen this side of her. It was right. completely aggressive. And I don't understand it. You guys worked together on the five that day. There was no reason for hostilities. I just, you know, I don't know. Put it this way. Not only did I work, I worked the next day. Yeah. And there was not even an acknowledgement of the shot given. She must be, she must think that I'm over it. I am not over she, it. I, you know what she assumes is because you get up early. I think Greg thinks the same thing. There's no way he's going to see this. Yeah, but the problem but You have is, eyes and ears everywhere. I do. And the problem is now it's on at 10 o'clock, so I'm watching the repeat when right. I'm coming to work. So I see it all. Yeah. And my self-esteem will never recover. I mean, let's just, what's going on with, with, with Dana? I'm, you and I are having a heartfelt thing about my retirement, and she talks about my calves? Oh, yeah. Like, what, I mean, is just, what, is, what is with all the anger? I know. It's, it's unbelievable. To a guy who never skips leg day, like, squirrels confuse my legs for trees. Like, it's just, it was just unbelievable. I don't want to put you on the spot, but after this, I have a few reads to do. I, do you want to go to Human Resources? You know what? No. Can you, because <laughs> you imagine running her in the hallway? I, she terrorizes me. There's right, two absolutely. people I fear. At Fox, that's Judge Janine and Dana Prino. I always stay on their good side. There's one thing you'll never see, Tyrus in the waiting room, inside human resources no. to file a complaint. I think they'd be like, are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> Your feelings are hurt. So, Look at you. I, the other thing that I find fascinating is this guy, Oliver Anthony. I read a column yesterday by Nicholas Kristof in the New York Times. Every Democrat hates it. And he said, what happened to the Democratic Party? If you listen to the words, if you listen to what he said, that used to be the Democratic Party. He's going to bat for the... For the little guy who says that they don't get that they get taxed too much and other people don't. North of Richmond used to be a problem that everything goes outside the joke when he said, if you're five foot three and 300 pounds, don't I don't want to support your your uh, junk food. Besides that, he says everything else he said used to be the Democratic Party. And then he got mad that the Republicans were saying, you're my anthem. So here he is on Joe Rogan. I want you to hear some of it. When a person like yourself gets labeled a right-wing, left-wing fanatic, like right out of the gate, <laughs> both, in, both in like a week and a half, then yeah, at least I know I'm doing something right. You know, why do people have to attack? Well, it? I think it's just for whatever reason I've been, I'm the subject matter the last couple of weeks. In everyone's defense, I probably haven't. I've waited for, for this opportunity, I guess, to really 
have a real conversation with somebody about whatever it is I am. So people are just trying to find who's this Oliver Anthony guy and what is he and where does he work and who did he vote for and what's his family like and yada, because they want to sort of build this um, image of whatever it is that the person behind the song represents for better or for worse. Right. It's really funny to watch on my end because obviously I know what's true and what's not. And so like just even what I've skimmed through of people sending me like like singing at the Super Bowl, like how many people have formed an opinion about whether or not I should be paid to sing at the Super Bowl. Like I'm not singing at the Super Bowl. That's just a, something somebody made up. There's been hundreds of hours of people's time wasted probably talking about all these little like things that don't even exist. It's just somebody made them up and put them on the internet. And so I'm just letting them ride. I think they're, I think it's, I think it's great. It's I, I just think it's great. Like that at least the last couple of weeks I've been able to entertain everyone and get everyone's mind off. Like all the, all, all the other horrible stuff that's going on in the world right now. So what do you think, uh, Tyrus? What well, do you think about the phenom a week later? You know, I think the here's the here's the point. And I think what happened to the Democratic Party is pretty easy. Bernie Sanders brought the socialism in and it just spread because now moderate Democrats are considered right wing. Like Bill Maher has not changed his politics at, at all. all, but he's right wing. Um, you know, but it, it's not just him. It's everybody. You know, recently I, there was an article written about me, how I, my net worth was, I think it was five million but I had blown it all on poker and drugs. And nothing to do with it. And, I, and I, was, I just wrote back, sir, I've never played poker. You know, like, you know it's just they try to throw things on the wall for the reaction. You know, they, they get the reaction because usually if you say 10 bad things about somebody, they're hoping that the, the laws of averages, 40% of it will be right. And then you just connect the thing with feelings. And there's no facts and just anything that's said against the narrative because it's the progressive party now. And they're the, the minority, but they're convincing everyone that they're this giant thing. But the and voting bait, the blue collars have moved into Republicans. I mean, no, they've, they've picked it up. If you're because of very simple things, when you go to the grocery store and your average bill for the last and not to, let's take President Trump out of it. During Obama, grocery bills weren't ridiculous either. So you, if you averaged one hundred and fifty dollars a week for a family of four for groceries and then all of a sudden that same grocery bill is now three hundred dollars, you're going to have a problem. Because that money has to come from somewhere else. And then all of a sudden your light bill's up 40% because the taxes to keep your light bill going. And no one, everyone talked about gas. No one talked about electricity. Electricity bills were killing people. Utility, absolutely. At one point you were looking at, now all of a sudden your light bill was 85 bucks. Now it's 285 bucks. So now that's 500 bucks that you're out now and you're, you're not getting a raise. That's all that really they care about when their check comes and they divide it yeah. up. I got to pay for this. I got to pay for that. Pay for that. And then like they don't have anything left. What do we promote for Tyrus? Oh, uh, you know, I got my live events. You look it up on my uh, link tree. And of course, Nuff Said comes out in November. You can pre-order now on Amazon and Barnes and Nobles. All right, good. We'll promote each other's books. Right. And I will not insult you on air. Thank you. Only in person. <laughs> Cudlow on Fox Business is now on the go for podcast fans. Get key interviews with the biggest business newsmakers of the day. The Cudlow Podcast will be available on the go after the show every weekday at foxbusinesspodcasts.com or wherever you download your favorite podcasts. Listen to the show ad-free on Fox News Podcast Plus, on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music with your Prime membership, or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.